Xavian, Shame, Tarek, Hayden, Maeve, and Victor, like he was a part of our group, wanting the same things we wanted, fighting for the same things we were fighting for. Or maybe it wasn't so strange anymore. He'd helped us, helped me, more in the past few days than he had in my entire life. And now that we had mutinied from the authority, gone against authority law, and, oh yeah, did I mention I shot the man who had assigned himself as head of Portland's authority? We needed all the help we could get. Even if that meant listening to the dead guy. I don't know, I said, answering Maeve's question. Maybe I'll stick to a blade. Shame made a tisk sound. Don't want to shoot a man nice and clean, he said. But you're more than happy to carve him up. You sure about that? Swords can be messy business. It's all messy business, I said, and the only thing I'm sure about is that I'm not going to decide this right now. Better sooner than later. I'll do it in the morning. Say stopped running his thumb along the edge of his katana and sheathed it. He gave me a steady look, the same kind of measuring look Victor, who I had thought was half asleep, and Tarek, who was finished digging through the things on Shame's shelf, were giving me. What? I asked. It is morning, Shame said. Has been for hours now. I closed my eyes and tipped my face up to the ceiling. Hells, I was tired. I didn't remember the last time I'd slept. Didn't remember the last time I'd eaten. I smelled like old magic, death, and blood. And I was not going to pick up a gun, make another decision, or do another damn thing until I got clean and fed. Someone make breakfast, okay? I lowered my gaze from the ceiling. I'm going to take a shower. I strode down the hall, past the open kitchen area where Hayden was whistling a song from Phantom of the Opera, and past the two guest bedrooms where everyone had slept except for me. I'd spent my downtime sweating off nightmares and staring at the darkness while listening to make sure whoever was on watch was still awake and watching. The last door on the right was the guest bathroom. I walked in and flicked on the lights. I didn't know why Seamus had decided to buy a house. When we'd asked, he had used an unconvincing, innocent-eyes look on his mother and told her he hadn't bought it. He'd won it in a poker game. Most likely he'd stolen it. Whoever had built the thing was either a genius or a madman. It really was bolted into the cliff, the roof line beneath the road above, which snaked the hill in hairpin curves and the hill around it was covered in sword fern and vine maple among the fir trees. If you weren't trying really hard to look for it, you wouldn't see the house at all. Not because of magic. No, nothing other than a perverse sense of architectural humor kept it hidden. But for all that, it was decorated in a clean modern style with just enough nice touches to show that whoever had lived here liked luxury and knew which luxuries mattered most. And one of those luxuries was the shower. The thing took up half of the huge bathroom and had more sprays, mists, and other watery onslaughts than a November storm front. Dark marble and chrome hinted toward a man's aesthetic, but didn't make the room feel cold or uninviting. I shucked out of every stitch I had on, hoped Dad would do me the favor of not paying attention to me for the next twenty minutes or so, and turned on the shower. The entire ceiling above the shower sprayed water as if someone had nailed a rain cloud to the rafters. I stepped into that steady stream and closed my eyes, 
letting the water sluice away my aches. But when I closed my eyes, all I saw were images of the veiled, far too strong now and growing stronger. The veiled had always wandered the city, not that most people believed in them. It didn't used to be a problem to share the city with dead magic users, but something had gone wrong with the veiled and with magic itself. Somehow, magic had been poisoned, and the veiled had been changed in some way. The veiled were carriers of the poison now, biting, possessing, and killing people. Sure, I got sick when I tried to use magic, but other people could use it just fine. However, if a veiled touched or bit them, they came down with a sickness. The veiled were roaming the city, hurting people like my friend Davy Silvers, or worse, killing people like Anthony Bell. The news outlet.